Welcome to the Cosmic Co Show. This is your modern guide to the universe. I am your host, Betty, and together we are going to learn how to live our best lives through astrology, human design, quantum physics, manifestation, working with higher dimensional beings and extraterrestrials, and so much more. On this podcast, we speak to guests from all of these different verticals to understand what their journeys have been like. And together, we are going to learn really how to take elements of all of these areas so that we can come back to ourselves, find self-love and create a better connection to the divine source. That is the aim here. And we're going to have fun while we do it. We're going to wear glitter, although you don't have to. I'm definitely going to. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, 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 okay. This is the first episode. I am so excited, mainly because I'm drinking a cup of tea, horizontal in bed, talking into my phone, into the Spotify for Anchor podcast app. And this is life making podcast now. I, I love it when it's easy. I love it when I can be horizontal with a cup of tea. Yes. Thank you, Spotify. Used to be known as Anchor, this app. But anyway, Spotify bought it. So there you go. So yeah, this is our first episode. And there are so many different things that I wanted to talk about in this episode. And I don't think I've entirely understood what the first one's going to be. I like to riff. I like to, you know, channel things. I don't always like a lot of structure. Um, but with these episodes, there'll be solo episodes where you've got me chatting about thangs and then I will have guests as well. And I had another podcast called Woo Woo where we had some amazing guests and um, interviews. And so there'll be some of those that I use for episodes. So you may hear references to Woo Woo and that's what that was. So I am so excited to bring it under the umbrella of Universe of Betty because that's what I do everything else under like my coaching and blogging and my Instagrams. And so we thought might as well bring everything under one hood because it just feels a little bit cleaner that way, a little bit easier. Oh, yes, we love that. So the first thing that I want to talk about on this podcast, I'm just going to get straight to it, is UFO disclosure by a government official that happened this week. It is blowing the ET alien community right up and I have been learning so much. So I want to get the fuck into it. What does it mean? Who was it? What is disclosure? How the hell do we know those aliens? All of the above. So basically, for years, there have been conspiracy theories or just theories that extraterrestrials or aliens not only exist, that they have been known and even working with the government. Sounds crazy. Sounds wild. That's why they call them conspiracy theories. It's like the kind of shit Mulder and Scully were investigating in the X-Files, all of which was actually based on these theories and beliefs anyways. So this has been going on for years and years. Like, it's thought that the government's been working 
with ETs or has known about them since the 40s and for the longest time has known about UFOs or UAPs as they are now calling them. And for a long time, the community of people that are really into wanting this to be disclosed for the truth to be known finally had a huge breakthrough moment this week because a former intelligence officer, so like an official, an official who's worked with the government for years has turned into a whistleblower, a motherfucking whistleblower. So this isn't just like somebody from the sidelines who's never worked with the government has got no credentials. It's He's actually worked with the US government and he has turned into a whistleblower and has given Congress and just the general government information that talks about deep covert programs that possessed, retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. What the what? What, 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 what? So let's talk about who this whistleblower is. His name is David Charles Grush. And he is a very decorated and admired former combat officer from Afghanistan. He's a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, or NGA for short. I never knew that either before. And the National Reconnaissance Office, the NRO. I'm very happy that I pronounced reconnaissance correctly. Bloody hell, that is a, that's a confusing word when you've got mild dyslexia. So, oh, and here it is again. He served as the reconnaissance office representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force from 2019 to 2021. I see that that does not have an acronym. And out of everything that freaking needs acronyms, that is one of them. OMG. Okay. So, like, serious credentials. And from late 21... To July 22, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis or UFO analysis and the representative to the task force. So what that means is this task force was set about to really look into what once was called UFOs and is now called UAPs, which is Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. Why can't they just give these easy freaking names? I swear to God. So this task force was all about um, looking into what they were, like investigating different claims. And it was led by the Department of Navy under the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. So like governments within governments within governments. Oh my God. And it's worth noting that he's not like the first person like from an intelligence background who are saying that they've had knowledge of these programs. There's been both active and retired people that have said it. But this hasn't always been on the record. So it's really interesting that he is coming forwards with this information. And a lot of people are like, wow, this is being reported in mainstream media and they're not just calling it a conspiracy theorist because the idea is that he's so trusted, he's so backed, he's so well-known and respected that it really adds, unfortunately for everyone else that's been saying it, but also fortunately, it adds a lot of like trust in what he's saying. 
So that's why this is so important. So because he's a former Pentagon official, what he's saying carries all of this weight. And he's essentially saying that the United States has been hiding evidence of alien technology and, my God, and, this is the killer, the bodies of crashed alien pilots from Congress. Like, that's massive. That is a freaking massive allegation. Like, I mean... I just worry, like, that something will happen to him because you never know with this kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? And because it's so huge, it's being taken seriously because of Grush's experience as an intelligence officer working, you know, within this office. I'm not going to say these really, really long acronyms again. But essentially, like, working with the Department of Defense's UFO research wings. He's coming out and being like, You are lying. You are not telling the government what is happening and therefore hiding this, which is what a lot of conspiracy theorists and UFO and UAP theorists have been saying for the longest freaking time. And like, just when you think that this couldn't get any weirder or cooler, there is a chance that these UFOs could be from another dimension. Like, and he's saying this. He's he's saying, like, I don't think we have all the data to say or they're coming from a certain location, these UFOs. He's saying he doesn't want to denote the origin. And he's also alluding that these vehicles that the Pentagon is hiding could come from an actual, like, different dimension altogether. And it's worth noting that Grosh did study physics. And he's saying, like, we know that there's extra dimensions because of the high energy particle collisions, etc. And there are theoretical frameworks to prove it. So it's maybe like the idea that maybe it's not necessary extraterrestrial, <laughs> extraterrestrial, but rather it's coming from like a higher dimension um, that could be like located right above our heads. Do you know what I mean? Like right here on Earth. Worth noting, and I haven't gone into this yet, that I do channel galactic beings and a lot of them do live between dimensions so it's not to say that it's still not extraterrestrial even if it does come from another dimension so interesting that he is um talking about this and it is also worth noting additionally that he's saying he never actually saw evidence of non-human technology right but he spoke to all of these like intelligence officials as part of his role in the task force and they told him of its existence and why is he going to lie about that why is he going to put his reputation like on on risk you know what I mean for people to be like oh honey you're crazy like no fucking way I don't know guys I don't know I just I feel like there's some truth going to this you know He also said that there may be absolutely massive crafts like the size of like a football field. And when he was interviewing the different personnel, he's like, these people are like crazy or they're lying or they're on something, right? And he didn't have a good explanation for any of this because it's not necessarily explainable. And they're talking about like tangible technical craft, And that's like where I'm just like, wow. And in my opinion, I think they get even bigger than that. Like if you if some of these beings are traveling 
even through wormholes, etc. There may be quite a few of them, you know, if they're going so far away from home and maybe they're not going interdimensionally, you know, maybe like we're talking about cities worth of beings on these craft. Like who's to say they're not even the size of a town? God, that blows my tiny mind. In some cases, in most cases, the government has been the sole custodian of this information. But Grush is also saying that they have cleared like defense contractors, like private companies to do analysis who then have findings on this. And he wants that those findings to be given out to other companies like in the private sector, academia, etc., so that there's wider opportunities for research and problem solving. And it's not cool that certain private corporations are the only ones that are allowed to profit off this. And he, he thinks that that is unethical. And I think that's also one of the reasons that he's becoming a whistleblower on this. Oh, and then this bit gets me. So apparently the UFOs have gotten aggressive at times. So there is like, I don't actually think that anyone thinks that aliens are kind. I mean, apart from the people like me that channel them, that know that there are benevolent galactic beings that really do have our, you know, best interests at heart. Apart from that, if you're growing up on Independence Day and all these horror films and like signs and things like that, you will totally think that a lot of these creatures are only out to get us, only out to wipe us. Like, we've got one narrative, which is why I think that it's not been released too much into public because it would cause too much mayhem and drama. And so he's saying that they can get aggressive at times and that an ex-intelligence officer claimed that there's evidence of malevolent activity by UFOs, including nuclear site probing, and when you're looking at it through like a humanistic lens, it can appear negative. I mean, I'd love some more information on that. I really would. He's also saying that he can't disclose if the UFOs have ever actually harmed anyone because it like it's classified. But there have been malevolent events where humans were hurt. What the fuck? In what events? I wish he was my friend. I wish I could get him drunk and talk to him. Maybe on this podcast one day. Um, and he's saying that he saw substantive evidence of white collar crime had been committed to cover up these programs. And the, if, like the officials that he's interviewed have described killings done over the years in order to hide the operations. Like... Wow, killing of other humans to hide the secrets? The aliens? Like, what are we talking here? That's wild, isn't it? Oh my God, I have so many questions. So many questions. And he's given hours and hours of this testimony to Congress and it's been transcribed into hundreds of pages and it's got specific data about the materials recovery program of these UFOs. Additionally, his own interviews with these high-level intelligence officers were all directly involved in these programs and his he's saying that these were illegally shielded from like Congress and governmental oversight and additionally, he has been targeted and harassed throughout this whole thing. 
Wow. Another key part of this is that they're not just speaking to Grosh, they're also speaking to other high-level intelligence officers that are still in the program, like recovering these UFOs. And a lot of this information is classified, but these locations, program names, and you know specific data are being corroborated and confirmed by these other members of the team. And that is really, really important because it goes above and beyond just one man's allegations, even though he's very decorated, very awarded, very trusted, like the people that have spoken in favor of him are all saying so. So it's just a very strong case. And it's so interesting. One of these other intelligence officers is called Jonathan Gray. And he specializes in UAP analysis at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center. He's also acknowledged the reality of non-human intelligence and generally the global nature of the phenomenon. And he's like, this is real. We are not alone. But also emphasizing the need for this global solution, which can't happen if things are being hidden from our governments. And that this is happening globally. It's not limited to the United States. It's a global phenomenon. And yet we don't seem to have a solution to deal with it. Do we not have a solution or do we not want to have a solution? You know, are there benefits to these people that are keeping these secrets so that if they harness this technology that they, you know, could sell it to the highest bidder, it can help in warfare, etc, etc. So maybe that's why there's no global solution, because with secrecy becomes benefits. You know, technology can be advanced, utilized, maintained and manipulated for different agendas, which is another reason that it's most likely being kept secret. Let's face it. I mean, look at where we've got with like guns and, you know, people murdering each other on nuclear bombs like humans. We don't have the best reputation when it comes to, you know, having nice things. And not that guns are nice things, but it's never the fault of the gun or even AI or anything like that. It's what happens in the hands of humans. Like, we we are good and bad. Like, probably aliens are good and bad. There's a spectrum. But I don't think it's a coincidence that this is them being shared. Because if you've got some nice shiny technology that may help you, like, conquer the world, one world government, or you want to go up against China or Russia or the big powers... Like, you're going to keep that fucking secret, aren't you? You're not going to be like, oh, hey, here's this amazing technology. We can all have it. It gives you an advantage. And maybe that's also what Grush is thinking. Let's get this democratized ASAP so that we ain't going to have some sort of World War Three catastrophe with this technology in the wrong hands. When Grush wanted to share this story with media sources as well, the New York Times, the Washington Post and Politico apparently were all offered his story and none of them thought it was publishable. And it was actually the debrief who published it. And they in the past have been known to be UFO friendly. And the journalists Leslie Keane and Ralph Blumenthal are two journalists who wrote the story. And so essentially they are well-known journalists as well. And they've substantiated a lot of, you know, Grush's background and credibility. So... Now that that's rolled out, the other media publications are jumping on the back of it. Like, it just shows, like, how far up this manipulation goes. None of them wanting to be seen 
doing the, like being the first to report something like that. So well done to the debrief for doing that. So to summarize, there are three big claims that Grush has made to the debrief. And the first is that the US has UFOs that he's been told about, that the US government is in possession of crafts of non-human origin. Um, and he knows specifics, including the names of the people involved in these programs. Oh my God. Secondly, there was a secret Cold War that the US has been involved in an 80 years arm race. And it's a publicly unknown Cold War. And essentially all of these nations have been racing to get the recovered like physical materials from these UA UAPs and exploit them and really looking at where to identify crashes and really be, like getting being the first to get in there to get those materials. And in all of that time, it's they do this because they want to exploit the technology. Hence what I was saying earlier. And the third is that there's been a cover up. So the elements of this intelligence community have illegally withheld information on these progress, sorry, programs from Congress. So I think those are like really massive claims. I mean, obviously they are huge. And he's also done, Grosh, another interview with News Nation. And that's when he made the huge news saying that it's true that the government has uncovered dead pilots, dead alien pilots, right, of these crafts as well. So that wasn't actually in the debrief story, which is interesting. Hmm. So not just UFOs and UAPs are being kept by governments around the world, but there are dead pilots. I wonder why they're not surviving these crashes. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Like, I mean, obviously, if you're crashing out the sky, then maybe you're not going to survive it. But you just think with advanced technology that maybe they would. So are there other reasons that there are dead pilots? Are they being shot down, for instance? Are they being killed on landing by, by you know, these agencies? Why indeed are there dead pilots? Is it just from the crashes? Or again, is it more fucking sinister? So a lot of these are big claims and a lot of them are classified, which some people think, you know, ooh, coincidental, you don't actually, you know, you've never seen these, but you're making these claims. I mean, I fully believe him. But what happens next is that these classified claims are going to be reviewed by the intelligence communities, inspector, general and Congress. And then we'll see what comes from that. But Essentially, we may never get the specifics. Um, the investigations into the claims may be inconclusive or might outright debunk him. So let's see where we go. But it's still a huge, huge and pinnacle turning in, you know, this sort of industry. And the communities have been waiting a long time. There has actually been predictions that we would start to get disclosure this year. And I feel like this is the first step towards that, to be honest. So there you have it, folks. Let's keep watching as this unfolds. I am so interested in all of this, as you can tell. Um, on further episodes of this podcast, I'm going to be speaking to other people in the community. I also want to start talking about, like, what does reality mean? Um, spiritual awakenings, what's involved with that? I want to talk about people's 
relationship with spirituality, angels, aliens, like everything, 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 everything that I always wanted to talk about, that I felt too scared to talk about, and now I don't really give a fuck. So this is what you can expect on Universe of Betty. It's going to be fun. Um, we are going to make it collaborative. Like if you have questions, I want to hear them. If you... Um, really like this vibe, you can go on my website, universeofbetty.com. And you I've got several programs on there. I've got a six week guide to a spiritual awakening. Um, I've also got a book about the same topic called what the F is happening to me. It is on Amazon, and you can get it in paperback and Kindle. And it's essentially your guide to all of the things that are happening on a spiritual awakening. I've actually got a podcast coming up about that, like just to guide you through some of those things, because you can feel really fucking crazy when you're going through it. And you can also book me for one-to-one coaching. I use channeling guidance to help you find your purpose, find your confidence, and really go after your dreams. And like I said, make it fun, make it sassy the whole way through. Like, why not? I feel like in spirituality, so many people take it so serious and it's really already so hard. So let's make it fun. Not to be like love and light about the whole thing, but that's my vibe. So if you like it, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Please tell your friends about it. And I would love to see you on the next one. So see you soon, my cosmic cuties. I cannot wait.